Hey everybody, welcome to Drive Through Review 441, and today we're going to take a look at Ships. This is a new game from Tree Frog Games, designed by Martin Wallace, and I believe this is going to be the last game from Tree Frog Games, so sort of an end of an era. Martin Wallace uh, sort of went off on his own at some point and started publishing his own games, and now he's just going to do designs for other publishers. Now this is sort of the last in, I don't know if it's a trilogy or not, but he had ships, an automobile, and then airplanes, and then sort of steam, age of steam, uh, you know, all the train games basically. So now this is the one about boats. <laughs> but surprisingly, uh, because I didn't know this kind of going into it, it's very much kind of like a civilization style of game. It plays two to four players, and it has that sort of indicative Wallace feel, whatever that is. It's very Euro-y, but it's not like other Euros. It's got his sort of little signature there. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump in to see how it works, and then I'll tell you what I think of it. Now, this edition of Ships is a limited edition, so you're going to see some wooden components that you wouldn't normally see in the non-limited edition, but that's really the only difference is the wood. Uh, just a quick note on the theme is you'll notice it's Ships, but I said it was a civilization game. But the rules even kind of mention this, is it's a civilization game from the perspective of naval control, naval domination. Which, a little bit of a spoiler here from the review perspective, that's a pretty interesting way to sort of take that on. It's not something you see a whole ton of, really, at all in any of the Civilization board games. Now here is the main player board, and it looks a little bit of a mess, but it's not too bad once you get the hang of it. You'll see this track here going around the outside, and this is the different technologies of ships. So if we just zoom in here, we can see there's a couple of things. We've got uh, this ship here, ship of the line, steel merchant ship, Constitution, Great Western, and you can see it starts to improve. We get into uh, in the more industrial era ships and find up to the Lexington. This is sort of the last uh, age. You can see it's age 11. Now, one thing to note here, let's zoom over here, and you'll see each of these ages, we've got age 8 there and then age 7, each of the ages has two boxes. One has a little symbol for food and one does not. And one kind of tells you the points that you get for being sort of the first to discover or invent that kind of technology. That's because one of these is a merchant ship and then one of these here with the food is a military ship. And the same here, so with every age, you've got the East Indian, excuse me, East India Man and Ship of the Line. So you've got a merchant ship and a military ship. Now players have in their possession, and remember these are the wooden components, three different ship pieces. So you've got your galleys, your sailing ships, and then your sort of uh, steamships here. Now you're going to be placing these in these different locations here. So once we get to a certain era, so these are sailing ships, you'll place these and have a certain amount of ships in that. And then as the time progresses and people take actions to get more and more, you don't want to have ships sort of lingering in these earlier spots here. So you can see here, the first time somebody invents a ship of an age, so let's say we went to here, they would get six victory points. Anybody that was two ages behind with any ships will lose a victory point for each ship in that age. And then anybody that's three ages behind will lose two victory points for each age, which can add up to quite a bit. If you're not cognizant about upgrading ships or, you know, removing ships from old ages, you can lose a lot of points if you're not careful. Now, the other part of the board here is this general map. You sort of start out in Europe here and then extend to sort of these abstract locations that are not Europe. Uh, what you're going to do here is you can see this area here, this sort of light blue-green area. You're going to start putting uh, discs out. If you ever build military ships, you'll have the opportunity to put a disc out. 
This will give you some control in this zone here. So maybe we'll put that one there. And then you also get these merchant cubes. And I'll explain how this is done in a minute. I'm just giving you a general overview. So you'll put these out in these different spots. And then you can sort of upgrade out to different areas. So the idea is that you're sort of starting out here in sort of the cradle of civilization, so to speak, and then expanding out here north through Europe and then out through the rest of the world. And you're triggering scorings as you move from you know, area to area, similar to how the ships are invented. You just don't lose points uh, for having stuff back here, but you want to sort of strategy tidbit is kind of weigh the balance of getting in here early, getting some early scorings. When you move into these spots and put tokens out here, you're gonna get food and different things that you can use to enhance your ability to do stuff. Uh, but you also are limited by the amount of cubes and stuff that you have in your color. So you wanna save those as well for the end of the game where you get more points. So it's a very interesting sort of balancing act in that regard. Now let's take a look at how you actually do all these actions and what it all kind of means. Now each player has a player board in their color. You're gonna start with some cubes. You can see you get nine cubes in your color and then two of these sort of free action cubes, these black cubes. And you have discs and you leave two spots in your bank open and three spots in your warehouse. And then you have a list of all the actions you can do. And then based on which age we're in, so as we progress, you're gonna get more actions per turn. So in the beginning, you basically take two of your normal actions, your own merchant actions, and then you can use these in a different way and these kind of tell you how to spend those. But then as we go up, we're gonna get more of these. So we'll get two of those and then two of these free action cubes. And you can acquire more of both your cubes from off the board and then more of these free action cubes uh, as well. So what happens here? You have spots here for storing goods. You can store food and oil and paper. And as you put these discs out onto the board, you're gonna unlock more spots. And then also you can store coins. So as we unlock more spots in the bank, remember you put these discs out when you do military ships, then you can get more access to more coins. And the coins are very important. Well, everything's important, but the coins are sort of keyly important because uh, it'll kind of help you get out of the dregs from the early game into the mid and late game. So let's kind of quickly go through all of these actions. Well, the first thing you can do, of course, is place a ship. If you use one of these cubes here, just the cube. If you use one of your free action cubes, which you won't be doing until middle later part of the game, you've got to spend some actual coins to do that, all right? So the thing is with this is you're gonna be losing these cubes. Remember I showed you, you put these cubes on the board to collect goods. Well, you've got a limited supply of these. You've got some off the board here, but as you start to put those out and control different parts of the area to store, score area control points, then you're not gonna have as much as these, so you're gonna to want to start to use these, and there's a mess of these off the side of the board, but they're gonna cost you more. So then you need the gold, obviously, the coins to do that. So place a ship, upgrade a ship, remove a ship. Let's talk about all three of those real quick. So we'll start here, age one, position one. So the first player will probably do this action every time. They will put a ship out. And so now we've got a ship there. Whenever you put a merchant ship out, at that time, you can take one of the cubes from your available stock and put it out on the board. If you want to do a military ship, you've also got to pay a food. And depending on if you're, how many players you're playing with, the last player might start with some food, but you can do that. And then you just put one of your little galleys out there. And other players will also do the same. They'll get ships out here like so. And anytime, again, that you put a merchant ship out, you'll put a cube out. And anytime that you put a military ship out, you'll put a disc out. You can also, of course, upgrade a ship. I showed you that action. And you can take a merchant ship and upgrade it to a merchant ship of the next age. 
or if you're going to do uh, upgrade a military ship, you've got to upgrade that and then again have the food available for that. And you can see the first player in here is going to score three points. So it's, it's a good way to score points. It's just go full-on technology, kind of ignoring uh, the map here. And again, as we start to move along the board, you're going to start to get penalized points. You can see you get three for inventing that, and then you're going to lose one for anything that you have down here in age one for each ship. So that is placing and then upgrading a ship. You can also take the action, not very efficient, to remove a ship, and that alleviates you from getting penalized. Now, as I said, when you do a merchant action, you can put one of your cubes out. Now you can get here, in this case, you would get two food. Here you could get some oil. Here you might get some, some stone or some ore. If you do a military action, you're gonna put a disc out on one of the things. So this one will give you a new cube into your supply. Uh, this one will give you these navigation tokens, which I'll talk about. And this one will give you a new free action cube, and money and points and so on. Now one thing to keep in mind with upgrading or placing ships in the next region, you've got that navigation number there. Remember I talked about the navigation tokens. Well, in this case, we've got three ships here, one, two, three, but we need five before we can place or even upgrade ships to this next region. But you can spend the navigation tokens to make up the difference. So let's say I was the red player and I wanted to put it, just put a new ship out. So I'm gonna go ahead and put this galley out here on this spot right there I, and I could spend my two navigation tokens to do that and that will help you make up the difference. In a similar way if we wanted to start placing tokens out here in this next region, region 3, then we'll take a look at the number of pieces here. So there's three yellows and if I was the red player in that case I might spend again two navigation tokens to then let's say I did a military thing and I want to put a red disc out here and now we've sort of locked off area two, we're going to score area two immediately, and then from now on people can place only in area three, and then so on. Once you move up to area four, you can see here that you need eight pieces, so there would be eight tokens in area three, but again you can make up the difference with the navigation tokens. But then we're going to score this area. So let's take a look, let's just put some pieces out here for fun, and we can score this area here. Okay, so what you get is you get the number of the area, so in this case area two, so you get two points for each cube. So red would get four, yellow would get six, and then the discs will give you two, the number of the area, plus the number of cubes matching in the little location where it's at. So red would get two, three, four for this disc, and then yellow would get two, three for that disc. So a total of six plus another three for nine, and then two, four plus another four for eight for red. Now one interesting spot is this spice box here. And you can see there's a spice symbol there. This is sort of a two-step process. If I did a merchant ship and put that there, I need that, but I also need an extra cube to throw into the spice box. And then that is locked onto the board, but you get seven points and a coin, which can be pretty huge. Now let's take a look at the rest of the actions here. Now one thing you can see is take one card. Well, you've got three decks of cards. You've got here uh, galleys, and then you next have uh, sailing ships here, and then finally you have the steamships. And there's always gonna be 12 of these out on the board, and depending on which age you're in, so you can see here the ship type actually changes. So you got galleys pictured there, and then the sailing ship icons there. Then you once you trigger this, you're going to discard any cards that were still face up. Um, here and then you're going to deal out cards from the next stage. But what's going to happen here is we're going to have 12 of these cards out and you can use this action once per round 
Um, and then you can get the card. So you just take the card, and it's basically like doing one of the other actions cheaper with a little bit of a bonus. So this one will say gain two gold and two victory points for each merchant cube you have in a food square. So you might have a merchant out here in these little food squares there, and you get some extra points and stuff. Now some of these, where's one there? This one actually costs you a buck to take as well. So this says retrieve all your ships from one level, which again can be very useful to clear off any sort of straggling ships and stuff. So these are a variety of things and they get better and better as the game moves on. Finally, the next action is take a gold. You can take two of those navigation tokens I sold you. You can sell goods, which we'll talk about in a minute, but you can also retrieve merchants. Now what's gonna happen here as you take these actions, you're gonna start using this. So maybe first turn I get these two and I get place two ships. And then next time it comes around to me, I do upgrade and take a card and then I sell, uh, take two navigation tokens and sell goods. And then on my, what would this be, my fourth turn, I'll do upgrade a ship, and then I'll do retrieve merchants. So when you do retrieve merchants, you can retrieve them from two spots. You can either retrieve them all from this spot here, and they all will come back, or you can retrieve them from an area of the board. So here we would take them all from area two and then put them back into our supply because maybe we've already scored area two and these are worthless. Now you won't get your discs back. And that's very key because remember I talked about scoring more points at the end of the game as you get further along. So you've got to be very sort of cognizant of putting your discs out. But you also want to get rid of your discs because then you can store more food and goods and coins and stuff like that. Now, the last thing you can do, speaking of goods, is sell goods. And here we have this goods track here and it gives you the sell price. So if I sell food, I can get a buck. I sell paper, I get four. I get money here. Now the other thing you can do here is these three goods are sort of special. At any time in your turn, you can just immediately exchange them. So you can actually exchange these grapes or this wine for a buck. If you need that buck and you don't want to spend the action to sell, then you can discard one. This one gives you a navigation token and two points, and this one gives you a special action cube. Now these are very interesting because when you spend these, these automatically go back. They don't sit down here like your cubes of your own color. But remember, they're more expensive to use as well. You're gonna need coins to be able to make use of those. So these are very cool. And the other thing is you can actually sort of store these up as well. So on the last couple of rounds of the game, you're gonna get two of these and two of these. You could just leave these down here if you like. Um, so those are the free action cubes. So that's basically the game. Everybody's gonna take their actions, whatever actions they get for the turn. You're gonna upgrade the different technologies. You're gonna spread out all over the board put ships out onto the board. Now the game will end if there's five or more ships in this age 11 uh, set here. So if we get one, two, three, four, five ships out, everybody's gonna get an equal number of turns and then we're gonna finally score whatever sort of region we're in in terms of the points and areas on the board and then that's going to be the winner of the game. There's some other scoring, you can turn in money for points and stuff like that. But that's pretty much the game. Okay, so that is ships. What do I think of it? Well, I really enjoy it. Now let's start with the negative in this case. Um, the negative is the theme is a little bit tenuous. Like I said, there's a civilization idea here, but the actions that you do feel very abstract. And there's not a lot of head-to-head -head interaction. There's no war per se. Even though when you take sort of the warship action you're putting out and sort of colonizing and taking over a city with a disc versus you know a merchant cube which you're you know you're just trading in economically. But there's some things I really like about it that you don't really see in any civilization game. Now funnily enough, 
this next part I'm going to talk about, you can kind of sort of see it in one of Martin Wallace's older games, maybe about 10 years old now, called Tempest, which was sort of a shot at doing like the 90-minute sieve, which is sort of a grail um, that people have. And the cool thing about that was there was a way of sort of sharing or leeching uh, technology and inventions and sort of progress from the other players, which is a cool part about Civilization style games that's not in a lot of them, which is something that was very interesting about probably the best part of that game, I thought. Um, this is sort of similar where with the whole upgrading of the different ship technologies, but instead of like leeching, well, there is leeching because you know once you build more ships up, it's easier for the next person to upgrade. But then you can there's also the other flip side of it with the whole punishing aspect uh, in terms of the points, and I like that part of it. It's a very interesting sort of dynamic, uh, very abstracted, but I like that where you just sort of you're competing at sort of this purely sort of ethereal sort of technological level without any real sort of grounding necessarily in sort of the earth, you know, in in land domination. Um, so that's interesting to me. Now, the whole like area majority scoring thing, where you score area two and three, and you kind of grow out to these sort of abstract areas like South America, China, North America, and like the rest of the world at the end, uh, is fine. It works mechanically, but in terms of like getting me into the Civ theme, it just, there's this a, a slight sort of, and I wouldn't call it a miss, because I think it fits the design and the intent of the design perfectly. Um, it's just that, you know, when I'm, if I put on my Civilization game lens, I'm like, well, eh, this is kind of like weird, airy majority Euro scoring. But that's fine. If you kind of know that going in, you don't really expect super amounts of gobs of Civilization theme on top of it, then the game works very well. And the whole management of the action cubes is very fun. It's very sort of, uh, you know, tight. And, um, you know, you've got to be very considerate about how you do that. I like trying to get a bunch of reaction cubes to abuse those. And then the real kind of kicker for me, which makes me really enjoy the game, is that sort of open-ended sort of scoring from beginning to end. Now, you're gonna have sort of very dynamic play of this, I think, uh, to at least to a certain degree, of how fast people upgrade their technologies. Sometimes it's too good to be true. You know, everybody else puts ships out, so I can just jump in that next level technology, get some points, maybe punish some other players. So it's, you know, it's a very easy decision. But you kind of bounce that versus, you know, putting stuff on the board and getting the goods and all that kind of stuff to get those free actions and get the food, because food is a big thing to get the military ships out there. And get coins is a big thing because part of the decision making is, you know, you can place certain ships out, but you're limited. But then you also want to do the upgrade because then you, you keep those old ships sort of out of harm's way of giving you negative points. So it's a little bit open-ended in that regard, which is what I really enjoy about versus putting ships out. When do I put the discs out? You know, do I put them out early to get some room for all the cool stuff that lets me do all that? Because you need room for the coins to upgrade. You need room for the food to get military. But you want to save all your discs to put them out at the end because it is very easy to sort of get caught up in that and then run out of discs and then not have as many discs as your opponents who score more points than you at the end of the game. Uh, but I have seen some like near comebacks uh, and sort of swings of points at the end of, as people sort of play out their strategies over the course of the whole game. So I think it's very satisfying from like a strategic perspective and you know, I shouldn't really say it. I mean, it hits like that Wallace feel for me, which I haven't 
gotten you know so much recently in his more lighter games he's, he's done uh, so this really has that nice thing but it's not super heavy it's it's uh, you know it's very simple you take the actions on the board you put ships out and then worry about upgrading them and then you just put stuff out and score points and then as you play the strategy will will come to you but I think it's a very fun game it's a nice thing it kind of re reminds me I guess of automobile with the technology track but the kind of similarity stops at that you know the rest of the game is not like automobile at all um, but I would recommend this to anybody that's like a Wallace fan or likes, you know, sort of medium, maybe heavy Euros uh, and likes good strategy because that is really cool. And there's like a nice little bit of civilization theme that kind of comes through. And even that whole scoring thing where, you know, kind of putting stuff out early to have room to store stuff versus keeping it to the end of the game. That's kind of interesting thematically as well because, you know who cares about the past you know in a sense is what it, that sort of scoring mechanic is trying to tell me on the one hand who cares because i'm not going to get any points but you kind of have to care about it you need to build a good foundation to be able to get all the goods and things that you need to you know drive the engine forward into you know the future so pretty cool like some good elements here and my last thought i wanted to make sure i mentioned this was i know this is kind of the last of his sort of transportation series or whatever but I think there's some good elements here that could be carried forward into another game, at least some of the concepts in terms of civilization games. Uh, kind of the focus on the Navy is, is interesting, though that's kind of tenuous thematically. But the technology upgrade stuff was cool. You know, a lot of times you see these pyramid trees and stuff. I like the sort of getting punished and then also sort of contributing and other people can kind of leech off your investment in the current technology or future technologies. Um, and then the whole scoring thing, which I've talked about. So there's some cool elements here. I think there's a nice core here. And the game is fun, too. So, all right. Thanks.